whether it's taking care of family. <sighs> Mikey, stop harassing your sister. Climbing the corporate ladder. Yes, yes, yes. We need to create a new spreadsheet for the project. I know, I know. Or even taking care of loved ones. I'm here for you, Mom. You have to put you first. It's the Know You First podcast with host Amanda Smith. Hey, you all. Welcome to episode 27. Yes, 27 of the Know You First podcast. This is your host, Amanda Smith, and I want to send a deep down, heartfelt, happy Women's History Month to everyone, and especially women across the world who are serving our communities and holding down families and mentoring the next generation and just continuing to make major impact on our lives. Ladies, I see you loud and clear, and I want to celebrate you at least this month for sure on the Know You First podcast. For the entire month of March, I'll be sharing the names of women who exemplify supreme badassery and who certainly motivate me. Their names will be dropped on the word, so you want to make sure you catch that. Lots in store for you this week, this month rather, so stay locked in as I feature my next special guests who are the epitome of using your superpower her to turn lemons into lemonade. Let's get started. Exclusive guest interviews. This week's special guest, yes, plural, my first time having more than one guest on the show. Y'all, we making progress over here. (laughs) Just had me in awe, y'all. My next special guest just had me just stopping my tracks. And I don't get impressed over things very easily, but man. So I just met two incredible women who just so happens to be sisters. Their names are Raffine Lawan and C. Nicole, who just was tired of the misinformation and quite frankly, the struggle with finding safe and healthy feminine products, free of toxins, free of dyes, fewer chemicals, all of that. So they joined sister forces, which I can appreciate so much, Because I, too, have a sister and totally understand that sisterhood bond. Uh, It's real and it's amazing. Uh, But they joined forces to create a product line for all women to take advantage of and not to worry about those little nuances that us women worry about when it comes to our feminine care. The name of their company is called Wombly, 100% woman-owned, which means they get women. And I don't know about you, but that is just so refreshing. To have a product where the product maker understands my body and experiences some of the challenges that I have. It just, you know, it's on a, it just hits a little different. Uh, these women have created a brand with Wombly, but they are killing it in other aspects of their life too. And you'll hear a little bit about that. The mic drop moments were infinite. Raffine and C. Nicole have a wonderful story of how the Wombly brand came to be. And I had the distinct pleasure of having them both on the show. These ladies, I salute you on this Women's History Month. Take a listen. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So ladies, I am very excited to learn all about your business and your product and what you are doing out here with the mission behind your work. Woombly. 
When I hear the word womboli, I automatically am drawn to the core of who I am as a woman. It is the it is the time where we create life, it is the place where we create life and sustain life. And I want to know a little bit about womboli, which I'm sure is a mouthful <laughs> in terms of all the things that you're doing uh, and the mission behind your work. But I want to get a little bit, I want to peel back the layers a little bit and hear about why you even decided now is the time to be talking about womb health. And Raffine or Sinako, feel free, either one of you, jump on in there. So um, women's health is something that always important has always been important um for me the reason why i actually got into wombly was because um, i have a nonprofit, and we were traveling around africa and the diaspora and learning that you know girls were having to miss out on school or just on work because they didn't have adequate um you know menstrual pads so obviously i you know talked to other menstrual pad companies and either they were not like really responding or they were wanting me to buy like resale price. And I was like, no, that's not going to work. So I said, um, I'm a type of person who I'm not going to keep asking for permission. I'm going to create my own thing. And so I was like, well, you know, let's just start a menstrual pad line initially just for those women. But then I was like, well, what, what's in my pad? <laughs> <laughs> and so how can I make that something um, just for all women? Um, as a woman of color, it has been known that, um, especially women of African descent, that, you know, our health is cared for less, um, you know, whether it be in hospitals or, you know, going to a doctor's appointment. So um, we decided to bring the importance of a healthy cared for womb to the forefront. And that is for all women. And so right now, I feel it's a good time. It's a good space, you know, with the extra time on our hands for COVID and people actually honing into their health and what it means to be healthier. You know, I love that. And I love the fact that, you know, you're not only providing this wonderful product, but you're educating in the process. You know, you had mentioned, C. Nicole, about, you know, missing school. I mean, how many, I can probably count on a, more than one hand, how many times I didn't feel like getting out of bed when my menstrual cycle was here, you know, various mishaps and stories that come along with just having a period. And speaking of having a period, you know, what that even looked like, it's we all have that story about when our period first came when we were a teenager, you know, right? You are providing with your product an opportunity to educate. Um, and then, like you said, with your nonprofit, give back. Um, one of the things that we talk about here in the Know You First podcast is, you know, self-love, which basically is the bedrock to how you go about your journey. It's, how, it's what you use to impact people. And what I, when I think about your product and what you're doing at Wombly, it absolutely falls in line within self-care and self-love. But I'd like for you to share how you feel taking care of your womb adds to your self-care process and, and really what that really means in, in terms of taking care of your, yourself to contribute to self-worth and self-love. If you think about the essence of a woman, right, in your womb, now let's Regardless of where you are in life, if your pH balance is off, nothing is happening, right? <laughs> it will tear down and shut down your whole system, meaning like how we feel, how we carry ourselves, odor, smell. And so one of those things, self-care is the best care, right? And how we feel emotionally, mentally, our self-esteem, 
um, our confidence, it, it can weigh on how we, how comfortable we feel if we're speaking specifically to a cycle, if we're comfortable, is our pet, is it showing? Am I going to, is, is it going to create spillage, you know, or am I uncomfortable? Is uh, the, whatever I'm using at this time, is it creating a uh, irritation? Do I need to take it off? So all of those things, we definitely wanted to hone in here at Wombly for those things and our pads with the seven layers of protection that we'll go into later. We wanted to create a dryness, right? We want to make sure that you are comfortable and confident while you're wearing our brand, but more so like really taking time to meditate within yourself. That goes into self-care. Knowing you first is a big thing. Like both of us, I think we're very strong women being both co-founders of Wombly, but then having our own journeys that we stand tall in who we are and really empowering the community, but ourselves as well, for sure. You know, I love the fact, which is a wonderful segue about, you know, what kind of difference your your brand from others. You know, we see the staples out there, right? When we go to Walgreens or CBS or something, we see that what's out there will make me want to pick up a Woomily project over. We're not going to say the names of the other guys, but yeah. we know who, we know who they are. Um, first of all, I would like to say um, this is Women's History Month and we are talking about self-love and self-care. And I think there is the stigma with especially women of African descent about being strong, independent women or just strong women in general. And I do want to say that um, me and Raffinay, we are not strong women. We are powerful women. It is okay for us to break down and still continue on. I just, I just feel like women of color should definitely start saying powerful women. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We are powerful women and uh, we are two powerful women, women behind Wimbley. And in that power, we know that, we are also carrying women of color with us. And so with that being said, everything from the packaging down into the pad and all that was made in-house. So I, mm-hmm. Nicole, personally designed the packaging like from a blank canvas. Wow. So that's that. It's there to, um, it's there to grab, your, grab your attention. Um, also, I wanted to switch the change in the culture. So on some of our pad boxes, um, we also have Swahili on the box Mm. because we believe that African languages are important as well. Um, So not, not just also the box, but also within the pad, what makes us so different is our absorption rate. Most pads only hold about mm, 10 milliliters. So it's like 10 grams. Mm -hmm. Our regular pad, our moderate pad holds up to 150 milliliters. And a wow. normal period is only about, you know, 40 to 80 milliliters. So we're covering you in one pad. So yeah. we also have our 3D leak guard. So no spillage, no overage. And we also have those wings there just to keep you protected. Most pads on the market, either one, don't have wings. Or if they do have wings, they have no leak guard. So, you know, you're leaking on the wing, which is yeah, does not feel good. <laughs> exactly. Our wings are very like the back is very adhesive. And so it's not going to move around on your on your, you know, on your underwear. It's also perforated, which most wings, I mean, not most wings, most pads aren't, which traps in all of that heat, um, all of that bacteria, all of that odor. On top of that, it is organic with no um, chlorine, dyes, fragrances or pesticides because you know, cotton is sprayed also with pesticides. So sure. We don't want that anywhere near our uterus. Um, and then on top of that, the best feature is the graphene strip, which helps with circulatory health, metabolic health, just balancing that pH. We've also heard of many women who are not cramping or are only cramping one day 
-hmm. when with other pads, they are cramping the whole time. Everybody knows about that first day. That's one thing we can't agree on, ladies. (laughs) And just for me personally, it did lessen my period from five days to four. So that's why I use them. Um, So there are so many brands on the market that cannot say that, that if you actually turn over the back of their pads and look at their ingredients, either it's not there because they're telling you to go online because they know it's a long list or it is there. And those they're words you can't even pronounce. So we're straightforward. We're honest with our pads and we are here to um, care for wounds. You know, there's one thing that you said that really resonated with me. Um, Actually, there's a couple of things that you said. First of all, I love the fact that you all are taking on this social responsibility with your brand. You're not just putting out this brand and it is what it is. You actually, you said it yourself, C. Nicole, you said you realized that you are creating a platform and you are representing women of color. And there's a social responsibility that comes with that. Unfortunately, whether you like it or not, me as a podcaster, people who tuning in, I feel like I have a social responsibility to my community to be able to put forth great content, educate and awareness and, and, and contribute to a thriving community. And so I love the fact that you, you're taking that seriously. And there's another thing that you said that really stuck out is you're not strong, you're powerful. For so long have been put your feelings aside. Let's just get through the day. Let's just not hide how we're really feeling. But we already know that that is not sustainable. And sooner or later, it's going to come to a head. What we do a lot of times here on the Know You First podcast is we talk about these selfish moments. So outside of Wimbley, I know you all could be a mom. You could be a daughter. You could be, you're, you're, you're a woman, obviously. You're, you're, you know, you're, productive citizen, but you all also come with unique journeys. And I talk about selfish moments because we all have a journey when, and we all have a wonderful story to tell about how we came and moved about our space to kind of walk along our, our righteous path, if you will. Um, I like to hear what, you know, did you always know that you were going to create this product for, you know, for women such as this, like, you know, you think about when you first started, you know, your period, let's go there. <laughs> or, or, you know, or as you kind of came down your journey, I want to get a better understanding of the journey of I'm going through this challenge and I'm going to create a brand to solve it. Now you talked about your nonprofit, but I feel like it was, it was maybe a little bit more than that. would love to hear yeah. that. I'll tag in and I know like she's going to come right after or you, you I don't know. You want to no, go first? I want you to start first. All right, good. Okay. So I'm wrapping <laughs> the one. We want to know the women behind the curtain. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's so big. So uh, I'm wrapping the one, right? And so being, what you don't know is we're sisters. <laughs> we're sisters. Uh, we have the same mother. So how ironic is that we came out of the same womb, Amazing. right? So you, you tie that in. So, um, I'm actually the oldest and I say that because she's been my baby sister, right? So (laughs) we're a five-year gap so I can remember. What I love about this is like, I can remember definitely her being like super tiny and her growing up, like she's three and I'm eight and I'm like, she's cute. And you know, that's my nene, all the things, right? So the reason why I brought us there is because we've literally almost spent a lot of our lives together. But what we don't know behind the scenes is I was a teen mom. Mm. And so I was pregnant at the age of 14 and uh, had my son at 15. I now have a 21 
he'll be 21 this year and I have an 11 year old son. And, um, it, but what that did is it, it created change in our household, right? It created a massive change. Uh, it disrupted our house in, in not necessarily a negative way, but a selfish moment for sure, being that she was only, uh, what were you like nine getting ready to turn 10 when the announcement was made? That's correct. <laughs> and so, but with that, I knew as a, as a sister, as an older sister that, okay, my path does not have to be their path, nor do I want them to go through the things that I've gone through. But how can I not become your everyday statistic being a team mom? And how can I show them um, that I am powerful in carrying who I am and knowing that I can still empower and be a role model or a great sister to my siblings? So really quickly, had a baby at 15. Um like the, their bond with my son was absolutely amazing. So he literally grew up with the family, (laughs) but uh, I graduated, you know, statistics showed in 2001 that African-American women were first and second in teenage pregnancy. So we were getting Mm. pregnant first, second, and third over anybody else, but we were, we were having, we had the highest birth rate, Mm. not the necessarily the highest pregnancy rate, but the highest birth rates. We were Mm. having our babies. Mm. And so with statistics, you look at the actual facts. You will have your second to uh, your second to third child in two to four years of your fourth child. That's just hard facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you look at generational curses. Uh, I was a teen mom. My mother was a teen mom. You know, you have a lineage of um, somewhere in our history, right? Where having babies early was it happened. Mm-hmm. Or like, if you look, we're multicultural. We were African descent, but there's different things. And not that it was intended by any means. Um, and so from that, I knew that graduating high school, it's like a funnel. So mm-hmm. you graduating high school, maybe going to college, man, you may, you definitely are probably not going to get that for your degree and you could be impoverished in, in a system. So I graduated on time from high school. I worked tooth over nails to make sure that I was graduating and I stayed very focused, but I also did all the things. So whatever prom ran for different offices, but I kept my kid with me as much as possible. I went to college. Um, And I went to an HBCU to start. Uh, However, I finished at UNT in two and a half years with a four-year degree. In two and a half years, I worked a full 40 hours a week at a Fortune 500 company and took my kid to school with me on the weekends or during nighttime to make sure that I uh, was setting the standards so he could see my work ethic and grind. And so my siblings could see like, hey, okay, you had a baby, Merry Christmas, what's next? But this isn't the end of the world. Yes. And so like you literally, so my journey has been more empowerment of teenage moms. I'm a huge advocate uh, for, uh, I have something, my platform is Moms for Medals, which I know you guys can't see it, but there's medals in my background. And so that's a whole (laughs) other thing why I became a runner. Wait, those are the marathons or the the races? Oh my God. Okay, you guys, this is insane. This wall is insane. I'm so (laughs) sorry. That's amazing. So I became, uh, it's crazy because she's been such a huge part of my journey too. When I became a runner, I was like, yo, I want to run professionally in Reebok. And we finagled our way and uh, we both, I got sponsored to go to Reebok and she had her hand in that uh, as a sponsored athlete to run in Hawaii. And so we got like round trip paid for Hawaii tickets and Reebok gear to go to Hawaii and we run some Spartan races. Um, but really I started mentoring in a, in a Dallas independent school district, my teenage moms and really showing them that this life is not our own. It's a gift. And some things that we go through is for someone else, but you cannot stop here. So right. I think we both always I would say for a long part of our lives, been really strong about women and like where they stand. You fast forward, I went off into corporate America at some particular point, 
Uh, but being in uh, the marketing, I have more of a business background. I came out of that and started my own business. So I have a marketing company right now. And I work primarily in the retail food industry. Um, But what we don't see is firebrand management. It is, I am probably the only female of African descent that works Mm. on this scale in the retail food industry that provides the level of experience that my my clientele have. So Central Market, Natural Grocery Sprouts, HEB, we're literally in the grocery store sector. And then you have Woombly that is coming right um, within the flow of things. So yeah, I literally, oh, and hey, I'm a hopeful. That's what we're going <laughs> to use the words because it was, she worded it so eloquently on um, our uh, our website, but I'm going to put it into the atmosphere because that means that once you say it, you have to go forward and that's what we're working for. I am working toward the 2024 Olympics. So I am a, still a runner. So <laughs> I'm working to compete in the 3000 meter steeple chase race in 2024 Paris summer games. Like again, like we're, we are powerful yes. women of African descent and we young and yes. we're grinding and getting and, and, and y'all beautiful inside and beautiful. out. <laughs> that part. And so I can't wait for her to tell you her part of it, but it's like the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. And I think that's where what totally. we modeled throughout our entire lives, but like no rain, no harvest, it's go where there's no path. So it's been important for me for sure to be a trailblazer, to show like, okay, there's nothing that impossible just means I'm possible when it's broken down. And we literally can do everything that you put your mind to. See, Nicole, take it away. (laughs) (laughs) My journey is so the opposite of hers. I've always been selfish. I've always been a rebel. I've always never cared what anyone (laughs) thought. Um, I was my father's first child. and And I think maybe because of that, like, I guess I'm spoiled, you know? And, um, you knew you went for what you want. You knew what you want and you went for it. (laughs) Ain't nothing wrong with that. I knew what I wanted to do ever since I was seven years old. Um, and I knew that I wanted to choose success over, I don't know, like being married and having kids like that never was my intention. Um, so I told my father that I didn't need college and he was like, well, you're going to have to go. I said, well, fine, do this. I'll go if I get to study abroad. And so my journey starts with traveling. I first went to um, the UK at 19. And I think that's when I realized, wow, there's a whole world out here and there's a world of opportunities of things that we can do. Um, After that, I ended up studying in Ghana and then I just continued on. So, yes, by the time I turned 30, I had been to over 100 countries. And during that time, I, you know, which is something some people don't see in their lifetime, by the way. Let me just throw that in there. That's amazing. I've always been an entrepreneur. So unlike Raffinay, like I've never worked in corporate. So I've always had to like find money my own way. And I always knew that later on in life, I wanted to make products. And what I had always wanted to do, like I'm not an innovator, but what I can do is I can see a product and I know how to make it better. And so I always thought about what are things that people always need? And so the first thing I thought about was like, people don't understand that people buy two picks all day, like every day, like <laughs> it's something that you don't think about, right? Yeah. So I start thinking about well, what are things that aren't going away? And that is a period. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> like even if you don't have a period anymore, because my mom had a hysterectomy like in her 30s, and I know that, that she still used panty liners. It's all in the same realm. So it's like mid-20s, you know, I've been thinking about just different products that I knew that weren't going to go away. And I think with my nonprofit Pan African Think Tank, um, it just kind of was like another aha moment when I like when I said I was meeting the women who, you know, didn't have access or couldn't afford it. Um, I even got the chance to go to China and, you know, see kind of like where they make everything and, 
you know, how, how these factories work. And I was like, this isn't something that's far-fetched, right? The only thing that I would need is the funds. So I kind of like put it on the back burner and said I would start in my 40s. Well, um, COVID came and SBA had all these wonderful loans and um, Raffinate ended up saying, well, hey, we have some money, so let's see what we can do. Mm-hmm. I literally like researched and found like out within a week, like how I can make this happen. I think I researched in May because I had just came back home from Africa, um, was designing the packaging in June. Um, <laughs> it was going into production in like July and August. It was on a boat in like September, October. And, like. <laughs> And like, you know, we're here, you know, about to launch in March. So um, I move very quickly. I've been very selfish with everything that I've wanted to do, how I lived my life, because what I've learned is, you know, you don't really get another life. Yeah. And so, I mean, also with Wombly and, you know, the, the making of the menstrual pads, it's I've ran into so many other women who's like, why haven't I thought of this? It's not that many competitors in the space or, oh my goodness, I can't believe you all are like launching a company like this. So for me, my selfish moments were just meeting people um, just through travel and always just doing what I wanted to do and just always being an entrepreneur and always just like trying to find a way um, to make money, but also help at the same time. So like I said, I was one of those people using those chemically induced pads. And so I want my womb to feel healthy. Like, I don't want to have kids, but it does not mean that I still don't want a healthy womb. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I am super motivated and inspired by you both. This is exactly why I wanted you all to tell your story. Because, you know, someone who, let's just say, is a teen mom out there can now say, you know what? It doesn't stop for me here. Someone who doesn't necessarily want to go to college and wants to take an unconventional route to their version of success could look at your your story, C. Nicole, and say, you know what? There's other routes to get to where I need to be without going into debt for school, you know? I'm I'm just saying. And I think that is so important to share, uh, which is why I asked this of my guests. You guys are super motivated and super inspiring, but I know that it took some steps and there was a process to get there. And so I am so proud of you both. I know this is just not it. I, I feel like this is just not it for you all. It's just, you all are just kind of getting started. I feel like, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't tell you, and I don't know, Cole, see, Nicole, you tell me if I'm talking out of turn on this one, but one of the things that we were recently, like just yesterday, as we're going through, you know, we're e-commerce right now, we are launching in March. Um, but what we really, really, really want to do outside of our give back to is we want to infiltrate. And I'm using that word because we really want to dive into this school system. Mm-hmm. If you think about where people have mandated pads to be, um, they have to be provided. So school districts, colleges, yes. because if you can start the us young, then we can we can start honing in on empowering our young ladies now where they are they are big and bright and bold. And they know that our administration is a strength, but we are powerful. Mm -hmm. We really want to touch and reach the school districts and to be like the first female owned, family owned, black owned, menstrual, natural pad company in the state of Texas. That sounds amazing to me. That sounds amazing. So we're riding for Texas, but then then our culture and then women. So it's a layered thing. But we really do want to touch our babies like that little it's we're not excluding anyone because that's why we're wombly but like for sure like think about how many people that we can help change shift um if we can get them early right yes, and so yeah, we really we really do care all the way around 
And as you share that, I think about my 16-year-old daughter, who, by the way, wants to go to UNT. So I might be following up with you for more reason than one. Um, she's, she's into digital art and some other things. I can't wait for her to hear this episode so that she could know more reasons than one why she needs to stay true to herself. Don't be flexible on core principles that you really believe in. And you know what? It's going to get hard out here, but you create a tribe. Like you all have created a tribe and a support system within yourself. I can't tell you half the times, how many times I have wanted to quit and not had family, someone I know can trust to pick me back up and say, no, we're, we ain't, you gonna rest, but we're not going to quit. You, you can rest, but we're going to get up tomorrow. And that is just so invaluable. And this is our, these are people that sing your praises. These are people who give it to you real. And I, I, I can't imagine going through life without such a tribe. <laughs> Segment needs to be like spread out. Um, before we leave, I want to see one what's coming down the pike. And I know you kind of segued and talked about it a little bit, Rafane, about what you're hoping to do with schools and things like that. But, you know, what's coming down the pipe from Woombly? How can people get into your products? Are you in retail yet or is it just through your website? Please share. Share the wealth. <laughs> right now, Wombly is um, all e-commerce. This is at Wombly.com. So that's W-O-M-B-I-L-E-E.com. You can find us on social at at, at Wombly everywhere. Um, ideally, I handle the e-commerce side. So we just want to push hard um, on social um, just getting people to kind of like understand what we're about because with every purchase, you're also helping another woman need with our give back program. So we just opened it up for, you know, uh, women um, owned organizations to reach out to us and nominate themselves. Um, so they can also be a part of our give back feature. And eventually for me, I know in the long run, since my nonprofit already helps with um, helping build um, restrooms and bathroom facilities for different school, um, different schools in Africa. We would love to do that with Wimbley, like have Wimbley porta potties all over in rural villages and places where um, they just don't have any access. Yes. Absolutely. Well, any, any closing remarks, Rafane, any closing remarks, right. see Nicole. Um, yeah. You know, we we can definitely I'm the re, I'm more of the retail side. So any any retail things that you'll see um that's what my brand has been built off over the last six and a half years with the marketing company. So we're hitting the ground running there. Um you could see us in a retailer near you. We'll keep you posted, but definitely womboli.com is where you want to get us now because we are live. So get us before we go uh before we launch our heart launch in March. Um we we just appreciate the time. Remember ladies, it all begins with you. Don't be afraid to take power, the power of your happy, cared for womb uh, back into your hands because we can navigate this screen many ways, but it all goes with you. Self-care is the best care. It's okay to be selfish and choose you first in this season. I'm feeling like it's a me season, right? Yes. It's okay. I'm feeling um, it too. <laughs> yeah, right. Because, hey, be the best you. Uh, may this next season be your best season. And, you know, we're ready to rock and roll with Wombly. And with that said, Ladies, I, I hope you do come back to the Know You First podcast, seriously. I, I may have to stretch out this segment, seriously, because there's so much more that I want to unpack. You all have such fascinating stories. I feel like we can talk about so much, yeah, about the product, but just about your journey, your mission, what you're trying to do with to the community, to the world. I'd love to be able to support your effort however I can. I'm in the DMV, right outside of uh, Washington, D.C. and Maryland. So anything I could do to help, but I would love to, for you all to come back at some point to, to let us know what's coming down with the hard launch if, you, if you're needing anything from me we'd love to support that effort as well 
Thank you. The Word. The Word. Welcome to The Word, where I dish out some final reflective thoughts and takeaways. Um, However, this month, I am changing it up a bit, and we'll be highlighting women for the month of March in recognition and, of course, celebration of Women's History Month. If you know of any women that I should highlight here in The Word, please send me your recommendations and suggestions. You can email me at knowyoufirstpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, so the woman that I'm featuring this week is someone very special to me. I'm very biased in this (laughs) for sure, but genuinely this person means the world. Um, Someone who gave me a reason to never give up and to love hard and be a good person. Y'all, I'm dedicating my first women's spotlight to Belinda Faye Crawford, who is my late mother who just celebrated her heavenly birthday on March 2nd. I am just so fortunate to have had the mom that I had, you know, it really makes sense. Um, Like she was exactly the kind of mom that I needed as a child, as a growing adult, as a pimply teenager, you know, as a person, as a whole, you know, she was exactly what I needed. And she has a heroic story, you know, uh, from North Carolina, a small town farm girl. Um, Her story is of bravery and much determination. But she also had lots of grace and was just such a genuine person. She was born with a horrible and debilitating disease, sickle cell anemia. If anyone knows anyone out there who has sickle cell anemia, call them up or give them a hug like today. Make that happen because this is something that one has to go through each and every day. And as there's no cure, we're constantly trying to find remedies Call that person or send them a text or do what you got to do. Just check up on them. And my mom, she would have bouts of crisis here and there, but she was managing it fairly well. And of course, until she couldn't anymore. And she did all of this as a single parent. You know, the sacrifices that she made were just incredible. She didn't let what she was going through health wise define her or dictate her life. She not only lived, but she thrived. And to this day, She is the most positive and optimistic person I know. And I swear, y'all, I am not saying that because she is my mother. I look, I looked up. I don't know what to say, (laughs) but she was walking sunshine. And I recognize her today for her strength and her love and her protection and her transparency of just not sugarcoating how life really is to her two very vulnerable girls at one point. You know, as best as she could, she kept it all the way 100 plus, plus, plus. And um, look, some call her Belinda, many call her Faye, but I call her mom. And I honor you today with Women's History Month for paving the way for me to continue your work, mom, while writing my own story. Thank you. Thank you for that opportunity and the position that you have certainly contributed to putting me in. Um, So shout out to the moms, y'all. Shout out to all the moms out there. You all the real MVPs. And to that, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to celebrate Women's History Month all month long and beyond. It's Amanda Smith, y'all, on the Know You First podcast. Executive producer and host, Amanda Smith. Sound engineer is Rashad Smith. Music by Motion Array. 
Know You First podcast is published by Wave Sync Media.